for a man like him. Albert and the other soldiers had sensed this. The guy behaved like a country squire from a washed-up family. In the three previous generations, the Aulnay Pradels had been cleaned out by a series of bankruptcies and failures. Of his former ancestral glory, all that remained was a crumbling family home, La Salvière. The prestige inherent in his name, a few distant ancestors, a couple of vague relations, and a determination bordering on fury to make a place for himself in the world. His parlous situation he considered a grave injustice, and his sole ambition, the consuming passion for which he was prepared to sacrifice everything, was to regain his position in the aristocracy. His father had shot himself through the heart in a seedy provincial hotel after squandering what little fortune remained. Legend had it that his mother, who passed away a year later, had died of a broken heart, though the rumour had no basis in fact. Having no brothers or sisters, the lieutenant was now the only Olney Pradel, and being the last of his line lent an urgency to his obsession. After him, there was nothing. His father's inexorable decline had long since persuaded him that the restoration of the family fortunes rested squarely on his shoulders, and he knew that he had the will and the talent to succeed. Add to this the fact that he was possibly handsome, if one found bland beauty attractive. Nonetheless, women desired him, men envied him, the signs were unmistakable. Anyone will tell you that a man in possession of such good looks and such a name must be in want of a fortune. This was certainly the lieutenant's view, and indeed his only concern. It is not difficult to understand why he had gone to such lengths to set up the charge that General Morieux so ardently desired. To the top brass, Hill 113 was like a wart, a tiny blemish on the map that daily plagued them, the sort of fixation that becomes all-consuming. Lieutenant Pradel was not prone to such fixations, but he too wanted to take Hill 113, because he was on the bottom rung of the hierarchical ladder, because the war was almost over, and in a few short weeks it would be too late to distinguish himself. That he had risen to the rank of Lieutenant in three years was not bad, a grand gesture now, and the matter would be sealed. He would be demobbed as capitaine. Pradel was pretty pleased with himself, for having goaded his men into launching an assault on Hill 113, for persuading them that the Bosch had gunned down two of their comrades in cold blood, knowing it would spark a glorious wave of vengeful fury. It had been a masterstroke. When the attack was launched, he had tasked one of his adjutants, with leading the first charge. He had deliberately lagged a little behind. He had a small matter to attend to before rejoining the unit. Once that was settled, he could race towards the enemy lines, overtake his men, thanks to his natural athleticism, and be among the first to get there and slaughter as many Bosch as God allowed. At the first blast of his whistle, as the men went over the top, he had taken up a position on the right to prevent the soldiers wandering in the wrong direction. He felt his blood boil when he saw one of his men—what was his name again? The lad with a miserable face and mournful eyes, who constantly looked as though he was about to burst into tears. Maya, that was it, suddenly stopped dead so far over to the right. Pradel wondered how the stupid fucker had ended up there. Pradel had watched the soldier stop, retrace his steps, kneel down, 
and turn over the body of old Grisonnier. The lieutenant had been keeping an eye on that particular corpse from the moment he launched the attack, because he needed to deal with it, needed to make it disappear as soon as possible. In fact, this was why he had brought up the rear, to make sure. And now this stupid fucking soldier stops and starts examining the bodies of the old man and the kid. In an instant, Pradel charged, like a bull, as I said. Albert Maillard was just getting to his feet again. He looked shaken by what he had just discovered. Seeing Pradel bearing down on him, he panicked and tried to run, but his fear was no match for his lieutenant's rage. By the time he had realized what was happening, Pradel was already upon him. A hard jab to the belly, and the soldier topples into a crump hole and rolls to the bottom. Granted, it is no more than two meters deep, but it will be difficult to climb out. It will take energy, and before he can do so, Pradel will have dealt with the matter. Afterward,